and you're listening to Meeple to Meeple. I'm PJ, and with me, as always, is Gareth. And on today's episode, we are talking about It Takes Two, two-player games and gaming as couples. Gareth, how are you? I am doing well. I love two-player games. So this has been quite a sort of, I guess, review of what games I've got two-player and then games that we play with my wife or with friends. So I'm looking forward to seeing what three games you've chosen. And we'll do a kind of right. We both battle. We right both back and play. Forth. We both play a lot of two-player games with our respective spouses. So uh, that's a nice experience, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you and your wife play as well. Carrie, Carrie is Mrs. Board Game Meeple. Ah, yes, and Katie is Mrs. Cajun Gamer. We are some creative guys, aren't we? We are, aren't we? Original. <laughs> so we, I mean. She's got an Instagram handle, but we won't share that because people no, follow her. Not. She doesn't do ball games, and it's weird. So, yeah. where should we? St- shall I go first, or you want to go first? Um, well, you know, you want me to let me begin. Um, so for our listeners, this is the second part in a trilogy, which was interrupted by last week's episode where we did a recap of Gen Con. But um, if you recall, before our break, our first episode was about solo gaming. And today we're going to talk about two-player games, and then our next episode is going to be about party games. So thanks for bearing with us and sticking with it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, all right, so two-player games. My my first two-player game is a game not well-known. It's been around a long time called Caesar and Cleopatra. Uh, it's a dueling two-player game where one player plays the role of Julius Caesar and the other one Cleopatra. Um, Katie bought it for me for my birthday while we were in graduate school many moons ago. Uh, it was the first game she bought for me. It was also the first exclusive two player game that mm-hmm. I had ever played. So while it doesn't hit the table very often, we're never going to get rid of it because it connects back to the beginning of our relationship. Um, so it holds a place in our heart, not just nostalgia, but, you know, it's kind of a symbol of our relationship as a gaming couple, you know. Uh, how, how, when was the game released originally? Um, so I think it was 2004. Wow. Okay. May, I've, I've not, Mayfair I've, Games. I've never played it. I think I might have seen the box. Is it still in print or is it one of those games that has had a reprint or a reskin? No, it, it is not in print. I have not seen a copy since then right I, I have not seen it anywhere i think it's out of print um i tried looking on amazon and other places and mm-hmm. i found anything uh just just to see if they've updated it but essentially what you're doing is um you have five you have five different offices office holders sensor console idol um praetor and quaestor and these are all offices held in ancient rome in the time of the Republic and you're placing cards, hidden cards. You're trying to um, trigger the most points very much in the, in the likelihood of lost cities where you're playing cards in sequential numbers to win, you know, win the ruins. Well, in this case, you're trying to win the, win the uh, influence of these Roman politicians Right, playing cards hidden. And then when there's eight cards combined, uh, either on one side or both sides together, you then reveal 
you uh, you cast a vote. Each round ends with calling for a vote, um, and then that'll trigger a certain um, a certain position, and then you'll vote, and whoever has the most points will win that guy. Um, and at the end of the game, you uh, whoever has the most politicians and influence. Uh, wins the game. Also, you have a hidden objective, like mm-hmm. you want to have the most senators, or you want to have the most quasters, or whatever it is. But you know, it's a fun little game. It's very simple. There's not a lot to it. Uh, but when you're in grad school studying ancient Rome and Greece, and you and your at the time girlfriend are gamers, this game was perfect. Perfect, and, uh, perfect gift. Yeah. And it's, is there any yeah, game really similar? So if anybody wanted to buy that game, is there anything you know I, of that it's got similar mechanics? I think the, the closest would be Lost Cities, uh, the two-player version, not the board game version. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the closest, uh, which is still out. It, it has been subsequently reprint several times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good game, too, which is interesting because on that same birthday, she also bought me a copy of Lost Cities. So uh, it was interesting, but it's not something we study. You know, it, it didn't have as much impact emotionally. Yeah, it wasn't that emotional connection from the, from the Right. Um, so, yeah. So that that is my first my first two player game to talk about, and I figured I'd start there with the you know emotional impact. How about you, Gareth? What's your first two player well, game? I was going to start with Targi, which has got a story related to the expansion, but I'll explain that a bit in a minute. So Targi is a two player game, um, um, and we've had it quite a while. Um, I think it was like originally German, and then eventually English version was printed out. So it's 2012, so it's 10 years old. Um, at the moment, and it's kind of mid-weight um, game. And uh, in terms of the board, its cards are laid out um, around the edge of the board. is like a, a set of cards that have got actions um, and a five by five grid. Um, and there's 16 border cards around the outside. So you've kind of got each card around the edge is an action. And in the middle, um, there's a grid of various bonuses and they change um, as the game goes on. And you've got, um, uh, I guess it's a meeple, um, but you've got your your worker, which you're going to place on cards around the edge. But if I was put my card set in, in position one, you can't put your meeple opposite it. So you you kind of limit other people's goes. And there's also um, a robber stroke thief guy that's also moving around the board, which you can't um, go opposite. So okay, yeah. um, you, put, you put, I put one down, you put one down, I put one down, you put one down. Um, you get to take the actions of the card you've just placed on the card you've placed, and you also draw a line between the the north and south, east or west, to get to a grid point, and you take those cards. And those cards can either be extra resources, um, or they can be, I think, called tribal cards that you put in front of you, and they either give you extra special powers, or they give you scoring things for the end of the game. Uh, and basically, the robber guy works around the board until the end of the game. Um, but it's really clever because you're trying to do your move. And, of course, the other player is going to put something down where you can't go opposite. So you're kind of that balance between trying to be optimal and get all the items you need. You're collecting resources. Those resources you use to pay for the cards in the middle so that you play them into your tableau. And then on the cards is like um, an oasis. There's, uh, I think there's camels. There's two or other different kind of um, imagery on the card. End of the game, it's kind of like a set collection, depending on how many of the same or different you have lined up um you get more bonus points so it's a really <clears throat> really really nice game um that we thoroughly enjoy and then they did an expansion which was out in german for years which is now being published in english i think it's by cosmos in the uk but um 
for a board game geek secret santa one year um my secret santa did a paste up of the english of the english rules and sent me the box um and this lovely letter um so even though it's in english i'd never now get rid of my english stroke german hybrid version of a game um because of that kind of that, that sentimental thought that someone did that you know looked at my games collection and went oh actually he loves targi um let me spend time doing a paste up you know sleeving it all printing printing out all the english instructions so um yeah no, i highly recommend targi and both my wife uh love that game as a two player which i haven't done very well explaining but i hope you can look up on board game geek if you're not sure that is a lovely story people yeah, really thought the board game community you know i think i think he was he's going to say scandinavia i can't remember which country uh, whether it was denmark or you know norway <clears throat> or sweden but um yeah, the amount of effort. Eventually, he told me who he was, and we're friends on Instagram. Um, but um, yeah, the amount of effort they went into for that one, and shipped it here as well, obviously, because he had to ship it from home, where a lot of people ship from the same country that you that that you're living in. And yep. I apologise everybody and for my cold that I've got. It's got me a bit of a husky voice today. Now, I, I think uh, I think we love husky. Thank you. Think, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your um, what's your second game? Yeah, so my second game has it's been out for a while. It was a surprise to us. We picked it up at a dent and scratch sale um at Miniature Market. Uh it's called Polis and it's by Devere Games. Uh let's see, when was it published? Because it I feel like it's been out for a long time and we should have known about it sooner. I don't see a copyright date on here. But it's uh it's the Peloponnesian War. It's two player. It's it's a it's a big, it's a larger two player game, uh, and it's rather heavy. One of you takes on the role of Athens, the other one takes on the role of Sparta, and uh, you know, in a classic area control. Oh, okay. You're you're trying to control the Peloponnesian uh, peninsula and claim all the city states of uh, Greece just before the Persian invasion, which ultimately unites the city states in Greece. Um, it's very cool. Um, Devere Games was not on our radar until last mm-hmm. year um, where we started to be introduced to more of their games. And this was just a surprise. And again, you know, we're students of Greek and Roman history and we had never heard of this. So, because we're always on the lookout for that. And it's a two-player game at that. So, uh, both my wife and I really enjoy this game. Um you know, is, is it in print, table. or are you, are you showing us another game that's impossible to find? No, I don't. I think it is in print. Okay, cool. Um, I'll, I'll you know, it it's two. It's two player in 120 minutes. I think that's wow. fair. That's a beast. But if it is, uh, well, you know, there are more two player beasts out there um, that take even longer. But now, what's interesting about it is this game. It says 120 minutes, but it could be over in like 10 <laughs> if you. Uh, if you fail to feed all of your population at the end of the first round, you're dead. You're out of the game. Um, and so that's unfortunate. And I can tell you that that's happened several times. Yeah. It looks, the artwork looks really cool. It's fully available. In the UK it's, wise, it's fully available. Yeah. Everyone's got it in stock. It is. Uh, it's by Fran Diaz, uh, the designer, but it's, it's, it's a very interesting game and it's straightforward, you know, a two player area control, you know, just kind of, um, it follows the history pretty well. Uh, there's an event card at the beginning of each round um, that kind of, you know, 
Have I never heard of this game? Well, that's how we felt. Amazing. No, I've just read. I've read the first sentence. Two-player Civ light game. I mean, I'm in. Yes. That's it. It's in the the wish list. Yeah. No, it's there. Uh, That is Polis by Devere Games. Um, I'm trying to find out when it was published so we can get an idea of how Um, long it's been out. 2020. It's relatively new. Whoa. Ah, they did a... It it re-implements a version from 2012. There it is. There it is. Fight for the... I can't quite read that. It's a screen's gone for screen. But the recent version is 2020. So which version have you got? The recent I've got no. We have the 2020 version, yeah, cool. and we got it. We got it for a deal because, um, like, the corner of the box is kind of uh, damaged. Uh, not in any terrible way, but mm-hmm. really, that's it. All the piece, the box, the game was not punched. The pieces were all there, um, so it was a steal. I've just um, subscribed. It looks nice. Thank you. This is yeah. you know, we should go no. be on commission for selling games to each other, let alone. Uh... <laughs> To everyone else, you might have had it It's brilliant, brilliant. Not helping my bank balance yeah. or the fact that I've got an overflow of and, games. And Devere Games is amazing. Um, they put out Red Cathedral, which I had talked about yeah. in the past oh, yeah, was... episodes. Um, Luna Capital is another Devere game that everyone, okay. they're really excited about. So Devere is a really well-known publishing company. And, uh, you know, so if you're looking for a two-player area control light sieve game, Polis is the way to go. Garrett's going to pick up his copy here. I am now. Can have a look. Yeah. Right. I. So how about how about you? Oh, let's go for Fox in the Forest. Have you played? Ah, now I have not played it, but it's one that we know about. It's on our wish list. Yeah. So this is uh, we picked this up when we were in the US back in uh, Easter time, April. I think we got it from I think it was from Target for like I don't know ten dollars. Um, all because we were just wandering around and it's like, we haven't got it. I hear good things. Had never played it. And, you know, I mean, we had the kids with us, but actually the kids weren't so fussed about playing games when we were sat in evenings. So um, anyway, I picked <laughs> it up and was pleasantly surprised. Um, it is as good as everybody says. It's a trick-taking game. Um, artworks mixture of like fairy characters, witches and the foxes and those kind of things. Not surprising. Um, and you are, you're all the cards, uh, bar, I think it's seven are handed out. And there's a, a, a stack of seven cards. One is flipped over. There's like four suits in the game. That top card did, uh, sets the trump card. And then you are playing for tricks. So you play a card. Your opponent plays a card. Um, if it's the higher number of that set, then you of that suit you win. Uh, if you play a trump card, obviously you win on the trumps. Um, but I think it's the odd numbers have got special powers. Um, I think you like play the seven. If another seven is played, you get a victory point. So the idea of the game is to score victory points. Now, the clever part is that you don't want to win too many or too few tricks. So if you win everything, you end up with like zero points. If you win hardly any, I think like naught to naught to three, you don't get many points. You kind of want to be somewhere in the middle, like just over four. I think it's that way around. So you, it's not about winning every single set, but also making sure you don't end up with all the trumps in your hand. Otherwise, at the end of the game, you're going to win, 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 win. And basically, the victory points starts to drop the more um, suits you have. So it's a really fine balance of, of trying to get the sets you need, but not having too many that you end up basically not getting victory points. And the game ends, 
I think the round when the first person hits 21 or 25 points. Um, so it's really quick, um, plays well, simple to learn, and has that nice little tug of war kind of thing going on between it. I'd, it's like, yeah, cheap as chips. I'm going to try and find um, the rules quickly. Just double check those little stats I said. Here we are. Um, but yeah, it's definitely if you like a trick-taking game, easy. It's obviously only a deck of cards and a few tokens, so really easy to take with you when you travel. Yeah, so naught to three. Um, I got it slightly wrong. Naught to three, so hardly winning any gives you six points. Winning four gives you one point. Five, two points. Six, three points. Seven to nine, six points. Ten to thirteen, nothing. So it's kind of don't go crazy, or try and win as few as possible. It's really hard. Um, because obviously people will play rubbish cards, so you have to win. That is that is interesting. Okay, and trick taking games are really really good, and it's this sounds like a great game to travel. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. I say we've I think you played it. I think you played it last weekend. Because you just pick up and grab. It's just so easy to play, and once you've learned the rules, and it's that oh, I have one more go kind of bit because you just don't want to, you know, tip it over the line and win too many. But um, yeah, I highly recommend right. it. Right. Right. Excellent. That's awesome. What is your I love fo- traveling traveling games where it's like the two of us can just play. That's really nice. Yeah. You know? It's ideal for a restaurant yeah. kind of or in the pub um, or in the bar. Oh yeah. Before you're out and about. Well you're gonna have a hard time finding me in a pub or a bar, just to be fair. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a Brit it's a British thing. We love pubs. That's true. I mean pubs are great. You're just not gonna find me in many of them because I'm you know I mean, you know, not that I have anything against drinking. I'm just, I don't, I don't drink very much. Um, it's, you know, there are other places I'd rather be, at least here in the United States. I'm sure when I come visit you, we'll go to a pub. Yeah, I'm sure when I come visit you, we'll be in a pub. Yep, I love it. Right then, what's number three for you? So my my third and final game in this uh, episode of two player games is a recent pickup at Gen Con that we purchased this year, and that is Sobek by Pandasaurus Games. Um, it's interesting. So you are playing the role of an Egyptian merchant who is trying to uh, collect sets of, of goods so that you can appease the god Sobek so that you will be granted entry into the afterlife. There's a grid in front of you, and there's tiles placed randomly. Um, you start with two of them, and then you can move you have this wooden onk and the arms of the onk are like arrows and so you move the onk on the board to a tile and you claim that tile okay and then there's these dark dark highlights in the corners or the edges of the tile to let you know which direction you should turn or rotate the onk uh, and then the next player can only pick from the row that the arms of the onk is po- is facing, so left and right, up and down, or diagonally, depending. Each tile has between zero and three little scarabs, and that's the multiplier for your sets uh, to determine points at the end of the game. Um, now, let's say the onk is on the board and the tile right next to it you don't want but you do want one that's further down the row. Mm-hmm. You can skip them. You can skip okay. and move the onk there and grab what you want. All the one tiles that you skip, you remove them from the board and you place them on your corruption tile, 
which will equal negative points. Right. Okay, Consequence. You've got to you've got to be careful. You've got to manage very closely. Any tiles that you have left over at the end of the game are also negative points. So you need to make sure that you're really economical with your um, tiles. Set you know collect your sets mm-hmm. and get them sold to the market. Otherwise, it'll end up being corruption at the end. There are also specialists that you could uh, tiles that are face down, and then when you claim them, you face up, and they trigger a one-time special ability. They'll enhance a set. They'll uh, give you what's called a uh, a Dobek um, Dobek uh, to- uh, token, which is in the bag, and they're just you know they're like gold coins that are worth three to nine points depending. Um, so there's an extra way to uh, score points. It's it's cute. It doesn't take very long. And uh, again, that is Sobek, uh, designers by Bruno Catala mm-hmm. and Sebastien Pochon. Pochon. Um, it says 20 minutes, and I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, we played this like three times in under an hour. Uh, that's what you want. Nice, you nice for that. Yeah. Quick two player before yeah. something a bit more meaty. Yeah, not not all two players are quick. Obviously, no. Polis, my previous one's a little longer, but uh, sometimes you just want to quick play a couple games and then go home, you know, that kind of thing. So that is Sobek by Phanosaurus. How about you, Gareth? You got one more? I've got one more, and this is not a quick game. This is a 90 to 150 minute. So this is a game, <clears throat> excuse me, called Far Away. Now, some, anyone listening to my Instagram channel would know I was raving about this. I think last year, maybe it was during, during the pandemic. But um, far away, two-player game. Um, you're exploring an alien world. Now, the catch is that you're working for I can't bother a corporation who are absolutely zero budget. So you are being sent off um, as a it's a co-op game into space. It's like a discovery. Uh, you've got to survive on this land, um, and you've also got high likelihood to be lonely. Because you are the only two human beings for light years um, away. Um, so you join the alliance. Um, basically, so much bureaucracy, so much um, budgetary requirements and paperwork. They decide that basically they send you off into space. Um, there is no landing gear. Uh, there are no radios. I think there might, might be a medikit, but you really have got limited supplies. All you've got really is you, your partner. Um, and you've got to survive. And if you survive, you are awarded. And in the words of the uh, of the rule book, a very meager paycheck. Um, um, and if you don't survive, then that's it. No one can help you. You're too far away. So um, so you you, you <laughs> land. It's, it's, it, but what's clever is you see you land and you're both in the in the, the ship together. Um, you need to go and like explore. So it's got tiles that flip. Uh, you need to observe the um, the fauna and the and the wildlife. You need to find resources um, to survive. So um, you're basically given different mi- missions and challenges, of things to go and hunt down. I think one's like finding um, some points to put some uh, communication masts that then you can communicate back to base with, um, off to survive. And basically, as long as you are both in the same space, then you can share with each other what you're going to do and because it's a cooperative you do need to work together the moment you both leave um the hex the hex tiles on the on the mat you are no longer allowed to communicate you cannot talk about what you're doing you cannot even 
you know, speak out loud. I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to do that because you have no radio. So your partner has no idea in theory what you're supposed to be doing. So you kind of discuss your plan and then you wander off to do things like I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go and get some of this resource. I'm going to go over here and explore, look at these creatures. Um, but of course, because you're away um, from each other, um, the more you're away, uh, there's I think there's three resource tracks is like um, health and food. But one of them is loneliness or sanity. And the longer you spend away from each other, the more lonely you get to the point you can die. I'll say it like a broken heart. So when you come back together, there's these kind of high five moments and like a literally a hug because you've been separate for so long and you found your partner again and then you can communicate and build the next part of the plan. Um, and then on the on the planets are 32 up to 32 creatures which have all got unique behavior patterns so some eat meat some eat um some eat plants um some are aggressive some will move away from you and you have your goes and then you have to take the move of the creatures and you have to do that in a way that is not biased to you winning or you you losing you would do what the, the creature would do based on its behavioral card uh, and you have to um, manage that, what they call realistically and objectively log events performed logically by animals and yourself, abbreviated to role play. So that's when oh you are goodness. playing the character. There's loads of little acronyms like that, which I can't remember. But um, if you can get a copy, and I, th I think there was talk of a second print run. I think it was a Kickstarter originally. So um, I know over here it was in stock in various places, but it has not been available for a while. But, um, it is it's very really, difficult to find. Really it worth. Very difficult to find here. Yeah, I think yeah. I've talked about. It. I know I've talked to you, to you about it before. But to our podcast list, listeners, if you can hunt down a copy, have a look on Board Game, uh, Board Game Geek Marketplace while it's uh, while it survives. Um, there's one in the UK for thirty five pounds at the moment. Um, but there is there is talk of a, of a reprint. Um, there was talk about making that role play bit slightly easier. Because you do have to think about each creature that adds a bit of admin, if you like, to the to the game. Um, but that was my third choice. A perfect test of relationships, test of communication skills. And um, if you survive that, you'll survive anything. That is that is far awesome. away. Ever since you've talked about this game to me, I have tried to find a copy because this just sounds so incredible. Like there's nothing else like this. No, there isn't. No, um, seriously. Cherry Pit no. Games is the publisher. Um, cherry pick, cherry pick yep. games. Yeah, so have a look mm -hmm. on, on. Yeah, look up the original print run was on the Kickstarter. But um, if you ever find a copy, grab it or go and follow their Instagram account. Watch out for a reprint that hopefully will arrive at some point. It would also make for a really good white elephant gift. Um, you know, if someone wants to send that to me for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect <laughs> board game geek <laughs> presents. Oh my God, that's amazing! Oh, I really want to get a copy. I want to play that with my wife so much. I just think we would get a kick out of that. Um, yeah, it's it's not easy. It's not it's not an easy game. That is no, the only warning. Uh, but it's so unique. I feel like you have to play that with a spouse. I don't know that you could just play that with a friend. You definitely couldn't play it with a stranger. Um, because you need to know each other, right? Because yeah, you got to do the right thing without communicating, and you know, that's a that's like a couples therapy right there, right? That's what you need. Uh, right. So I want to throw a couple of I want to throw a couple of honorable mentions into the mix. I'm not going to go into detail, but just to give you kind of a running list. The world of two player games, the two player exclusives, is so deep. And if 
if our listeners, if there are any that you're aware of, please send them to us. I want to hear more because while I don't collect board games, you know, I feel like they're meant to be played and their experiences. People who collect board games, I don't have anything against that. For me, it's not. But when it comes to two players, I do collect. I will buy a two-player game and keep it forever, even if it's terrible, um, just because I like to have it as a possibility. Uh, and there's three of them I wanted to talk about just really quickly. Mandala has been hitting the table a lot recently. Uh, it's it's just so easy to play is, and just have a com- have a conversation. Is that the card game or the or the? There's two versions of Mandala. Is it Mandala Stones? Well, yeah, this is Mandala, the two-player. The Mandala cards, Stones. little squares. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I know what Little you mean. square cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got like a instead of a board, it's got like a cloth. Yeah, it's a know. great game. We yeah, we have a copy. Yeah, it's, it's hardly anyone really knows about it. It's a great recommendation. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and like I said, it's it's so light, it's so straightforward. Like we can just hang out and have a conversation, talk about you know things are going on, work, life, relationships, whatever we want to do, and it just happens to be going on at the table while we're visiting with one another. And I really enjoy that. Another one is Glasgow. That was that's okay. a really interesting Same sort game. of size box, um, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely. Same size box. And then um, Foothills is a lot of fun where you're building trains. Oh, that you got in my list line. today. Another great recommendation. Yeah. 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 It's really good. And then, of course, there is the there is Twilight Struggle, right, which is a long, you know, which was on the number one board game geek list for a long time before Gloomhaven knocked it out of first place. But Twilight Struggle is that's a solid game, but that's heavy. Mm. That's a heavy one. Beast. So um yep. But so we just want to mention a few of them. There's so many more. I could be here all day just talking about two player games, but uh, uh I definitely wanted to mention those really wow. quickly. But I think in fact um, I've but it, I've two games tonight I've never heard of and you've heard a couple yeah I think I've talked to you about it shows you how how broad the collection is of two player games. Yep. So I'd love to Absolutely. know yeah anyone else got any recommendations on what we've talked about today please do write in the comments or drop me a message. Absolutely we look forward to hearing from you. So thanks for listening Gareth it's always a pleasure talking to you. I've missed you in the past few weeks. It's been so. a busy few weeks hasn't it Gen Con it, it, I think yep. work and holidays so i'm good with it i'm glad we're back and have we got yep. some good episodes coming up for you guys listening yep so remember party games will be next following this one and then and then we've got some great stuff down the pipeline as gareth said so we're really looking forward to uh talking about them sharing them with you and uh, we want to hear your thoughts so please message us let us know uh what you think in the comments uh, i'm always on the lookout for other two-player games and remember that's far away <laughs> by cherry picked games oh my god i want a copy so bad i'm on it right then with that we shall close excellent thanks again guys yeah thanks everyone